0: Welcome to this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. I'm your host, Rebecca Cressman. And, you know, I hate to say by favorites, but I absolutely love it when every year we bring in the minds behind and the passion behind the Teen Author Bootcamp, which has been for many years opening the eyes of our community to just how powerful it is to inspire our young students to be writers, to continue and follow their dream. We have Joe Schaefer here. Now, I just want to say they're all famous authors too, so I should say that. Joe Shafer, you guys are shaking your head. Jennifer Jenkins and Margie Jordan, Joe. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having us. Do you have like a CEO title when it comes to the teenage, you know, teen author boot camp? No,
1: I don't. Okay, I I, I primarily do the marketing and PR okay. currently.
0: Mm-hmm. And so, what role in particular does Jennifer and Margie have? Do you guys all work together to put on the teen author boot camp, pretty equally, or?
2: You know, we try not to give ourselves, you know, labels or, you know, I I think legally we have a CEO and we have a CFO and all of that stuff. But basically, we identify by the tasks that we perform. So I handle a lot of the programming and uh, the event space and different things like that. And that's Jennifer. Uh-huh.
3: Yes. And I do the first chapter contest. And this year I've done registration. And I kind of do um, everything that has to do with education.
0: All right. Like and, education and it yet has expanded. So how long have we had the opportunity to have the Teen Author Boot Camp in our community? So are we coming up on the eighth year right now?
1: I think this is our eighth event if we count... The one um, this last fall with Comic-Con, we piggybacked on Comic-Con and did a mini satellite version of TABC. And so this is our eighth event.
0: All right. So for those who've never heard of the Teen Author Boot Camp, I'll give my little description and then you guys are going to add some of the color commentary to that. Because I mentioned in the beginning that you were the minds and the passion and the inspiration behind this, where uh, when you were young, um, before you were under contract and published authors, you had dreams to become writers. And yet uh, most of the time you weren't getting the support or the resources or the education you needed to be able to follow that dream. We just don't necessarily do that so you came up with that brainchild what if we took uh, a day And we dedicated that to helping young writers, number one, be inspired by the art of writing. Number two, to be supported by other successful writers, to know what to do, because it is a skill-based experience. It's not just the dream and the fantasy, which is part of it, but there's a lot to do. And so you broke it down. Is that right? So what areas does the Teen Author Boot Camp address for budding writers? Well,
1: a lot of our workshops and classes involved... um plotting building worlds um, how to make convincing characters all the basics of writing and um, we like to try to allow the kids to be creative and to hear different authors their approach on their writing cuz everyone sort of approaches it different not everybody has a, you know the same way some people do a lot of like pre thought and their plotting and a lot of outlining and some people kind of fly by the seat of their pants so there's lots of different approaches but the the main tools are we try to teach um, effective like characterization and stuff like that.
0: So, what is the date, Jennifer, of the upcoming teen author boot camp? This year's
2: conference will be March twenty fifth, and it's a day long event. So we we open the doors at about seven thirty because, and even though tech, technically registration doesn't start until eight, we have just dozens of teens that that are waiting.
0: Doesn't that (laughs) speak to the passion of writing? Because teenagers early in the morning?
2: I know. On a Saturday, when we initially started organizing this event, we... I think our first TABC was started at ten in the morning because we were so concerned about teens being <laughs> motivated to get up. We didn't want that to be a deterring factor. But as the conference has grown and the interest has has blossomed, um, we have found that we needed more time in the day to get everything in. So, so yeah, they come they come a lot of times before we're ready for them, <laughs> and the the conference starts at, at officially at nine and goes until a signing that usually ends around seven o'clock at night.
0: Right, and this is it. it, Uh, provides kind of a world a collaboration where they're seeing other youth between the ages is it 13 to 18 do I have that kind of 13 well, to 19 13 to 19 and so ah, it's like an instant uh, instant family of people who have the same dreams that you do you mentioned Margie that one of the responsibilities you have with the teen author boot camp or you'd like to refer to it as T.A.B.C. I should throw that out there <laughs> if you guys hear T.A.B.C. teen author Bootcamp, is that you're in charge of what's called the first chapter contest so 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 that is an invitation for young writers to compete for a scholarship of some sort. So tell us a bit about that. They
3: do. So they can submit the first 10 pages of like a current story that they're working on Um, and then that story is judged by various people some of them authors some of them um, literacy specialists some of them teens this year we're going to have some teens also helping do that which i'm really excited about Um, and then the winner wins a hundred dollars and then the second and third place people also win like a small prize
0: Money and over the last eight years, have you been seeing any identifiable trend in the writing? Uh, because I can say, I mean, I've got kids of certain ages, and I'll say that the world of fantasy writing has just exploded in in their lifetime. And and that do you, have you seen a real emphasis that way, every, or is it, is it something else?
3: Yeah, you know? every year there. There is some kind of a trend. Uh-huh. Um, after the Hunger Games, it was a big dystopian trend. A lot of the things were about dystopian, and
0: there wasn't things. a happy ending, right? No. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, we don't know because it's only the beginning, and so um, the trend that I've noticed the last couple of years, interesting enough, has been a lot with death, with angels and demons, and and kind of the war between, I don't know, I guess good and evil, mm-hmm. um, in all different forms of writing, that's kind of been the trend.
0: I find myself obviously looking for that, not looking for it, but sometimes recognizing that in movies that I didn't anticipate seeing. I might even sit back and watch Star Wars and think, did I just see the dark side and the light side fight? And was there just a dark figure who was manipulating and taking people's freedom away? And, you know, like, is it me? Mm. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm at a certain age where I watched a show called Battlestar Galactica and echoed a lot of my faith. And I thought, is? Is this me, you know, or what's happening? So you do see trends. And that's natural because they are all all part of an ongoing culture around them, shows. It's been a
3: big trend to do um, the story from the villain's point of view, too. Which I think is stemming from a lot of the TV shows and stuff now. Like the the villain is almost the good guy, and you're not sure which one. Right, like the
1: they are, and the kids
3: are really interested in that. They're interested in the fact that you can be both things. Mm -hmm. You can be both good and bad. And I don't think when I was a child
0: I ever thought that way. I really did think that good people did good things and bad people did bad things. And and as time went on, I started realizing that good people can do some pretty hurtful things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And and, and we have to be watchful on, on all of our levels. So that is interesting, knowing that those are some of the trends. So, by the way, when is the deadline for the submissions for those who are going to write? Is it still ongoing where people can submit their first chapters, the first 10 pages uh, for that? Do you want to just look that up kind of while I Yeah, that it's mm-hmm. um,
3: toward the end of February. Okay. I want to say t- February
0: 24th or 25th. Does it have to be 10 pages, a minimum no, of 10? Okay.
3: They, um a lot of the ones that come in are around six, six okay. or seven, but they're allowed to submit 10 if they and, want. And
0: where do they submit the first chapter of their stories um, to be qualified for this competition?
3: On the website, there's a link mm-hmm. that says first chapter contest. So if you click on the link, it tells you all the rules and, and then you would submit there. There's a $5
0: cost to enter. Um, and so... And by the way, this is Margie Jordan. So when she was saying she was over the first chapter, Joe, what is the name of your uh, web website, T A B C C?
1: TeenAuthorBootCamp.com.
0: Okay, so look that up teenauthorbootcamp.com. We didn't say where the event will be. Where is um, it? At?
1: We're having it in Provo at the conference center, Utah Valley Camp the Utah Valley. Thank you, the uh-huh. Utah Valley Convention Center. Okay, and we tried that for the first time last year because we'd gotten too big. We were doing it at UVU before. I was so excited that you'd grown yes. outside of that. So it'll yeah. be at the Utah Valley
0: Convention right. Center. And I know in the past you have sold out. So are, are, it's important, I'm assuming, for people to kind of get their tickets or get your yeah. kids signed Register up. Register
1: fast, okay. and I'm you know go ahead.
2: Oh, I was just going to say this year especially we've had record breaking registration, and I think a lot of that is due to our keynote speaker that we have coming. Oh, since
0: you're over the program, you want to tell us who those keynotes uh, yeah. So are? Yeah, so
2: we have uh, Jay Asher, who is has been on the New York Times bestseller list for almost a decade. Wow. Um, he wrote 13, 13 Reasons Why and has a couple of other newer titles out that um, we're really excited about. And then also we have Marie Lu, who is the author of the Young Elites series, um, The Rose Society the The Legend series, and she is also a New York Times bestselling author. Just has a huge fan base. I actually um. Had the privilege to sit down on a panel with her at the New York Comic Con this last October. And it's just one of the nicest people. Um, I think that she's going to really connect with our teens. Uh, Her and Jay both are going to be... It's going to be
0: an incredible year. So they'll be keynote speakers or will they be like the drill sergeants at the workshop levels? So they are Mm -hmm. officially our keynote speakers.
2: But um, we have... I think I counted yesterday twenty-five authors
0: uh, coming to uh, Drill Sergeant our teens. I, I just it, throw Drill Sergeant out there yeah. because remember it's a boot camp, teen author boot camp. So when you do, do we really to, we mm-hmm. really like to
2: play with that theme. And so at the beginning of the conference, we we marched them our, our authors out military style um, to a lot of. fanfare. Crazy fanfare,
3: yes.
0: (laughs) And again, it's teenauthorbootcamp.com. You're going to see a list of the drill sergeants if you want to see who's participating. More information on the keynote speakers. Again, record-breaking ticket sales going on. So if you do have a youth between the ages of 13 and 19, or that's you and you're listening right now, get on that online. Get registered. This is going to be something that will... I'm not overselling it. It may change your life. It may change the way you see creativity Creativity within you—it may change the way that your youth sees um, his or her capabilities. Um, In some ways, that I think is really beautiful is that it validates that there are poets in this world, there are writer this world. There's so much of that, and and we want to we want to as much as possible support. Um, that part of who we are. So again, teenauthorbootcamp.com, you've given us a taste a bit. Um, these workshops you mentioned, um, in general, they talk about plot development and world. Do we have specific um, areas that we will be focusing on, voice, et cetera? Because I know um, each of you as authors um, have had that experience of whose voice am I going to be writing in. And yeah, um,
1: we've, we've often had classes specifically on voice. This year, some of the classes are avoiding cliches, Um, scaring your readers. Like if you're writing a thriller, um, short stories, what's the big deal? Um, writing outside of the box, using your five senses. Um, uh, then there's one on writing romantic scenes, there's um, Who's
0: teaching that, by the way?
1: Renee Collins. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. And um, Truth is Stranger Than Fiction. So we're having, actually this time we're having one on nonfiction, which is newer. We we don't normally do that.
0: It's funny how you were know, bringing up the romance. I'll just say this really quick, and I won't say who the author was. But I was reading a book that I had, you know, kind of quickly downloaded on, on my e-reader. And as she was describing this romantic conversation between two people, I thought, I feel like I've heard these voices before. <laughs> and then I went back to who the author was and I thought, "Okay, that's why this is the the way it's being, yeah. uh, you know." And so I won't say, it, but it was like, "Oh, okay, cuz
1: <laughs> they I have had, their style, they, they have, have their voice. S- they have yeah. their style, they yes. have their
0: voice." Okay.
1: Yes. So anyway, mm-hmm. that's just kind of a sample of the kinds of um classes we have. Um so it's um we have some good panels too. A publishing panel and a writers blooper reel. No, panel. okay,
0: publishing panel. That is really important if the goal of that writer is to take their books to a larger audience, right? And and the, are you on that panel, Jennifer?
2: I am not sitting on that panel as as that's one of the perks of programming is I I uh I have to... You can stand in the back yeah, and your Yeah, I can head. stand in the back and I can hold the mic and, and take it around. But because there's writing there for passion great, and then writing for profession. Yes, uh, there are uh, some uh, great uh, contributors that will be sitting on that panel. We have two literary agents that are coming this year to answer questions that teens might have about traditional publishing. We also have some good representation from indie published authors as well. So it, we feel like it's important that teens have a lot of information and we try not to st- steer them in any one direction there 's no one size fits all with publishing these days and it 's important that they know what their options are, uh, what opportunities are available to them, how they can properly prepare for their chosen you know track and and hopefully we can send them into the world out to the wolves with as much uh, you know, teeth as well, they as they well, can, yes. You know, and I've
0: tried to honor both of you, as you guys, or all three of you, as you go to dot teenauthorbootcamp.com and you look up the drill sergeants, you will see the names of Margie Jordan and the beautiful photo of Margie, and photo of Jennifer Jenkins and Joe Schaefer as well. You can take a look at their bio and you can also look to see what books have they written, uh, because you're all speaking from experience. But, you know, I had Richard Paul Evans here just about a month ago, and we were talking. He said, you know, despite all all the New York Times bestseller success I had when I decided to write a different kind of a book, I had to first self-publish and I'd already had this track record and an agent. So she, he said, you know, it's important that people do know that it, it is a it can be laborious to kind of uh, to advocate for yourself and to push forward. Go ahead, Margie.
3: Well, we're kind of excited this year um, because one of the people on the publishing panel is. One of the teens who won the first chapter contest a couple of years ago, and she got published in the last year. So she has two or three books coming out. Her name's Ashton Newbold, Um, she's one to watch. that's and extraordinary. It is. Talk it's about full really, circle. Yes, it's exciting to see those teens that have come to the conference and learned what they've learned and then have taken it to the next level
0: to get published. Wow. Well, congratulations everything. to yeah. you guys for that. Besides the Teen Author Boot Camp coming up in March uh, at the Utah Valley Convention Center that you want to register for quickly at teenauthorbootcamp.com, tell me about the teacher boot camp. You said that there's something going on for teachers.
3: Yes. Yeah, so... This year during the conference, we're running a workshop. It will be synonymous with the conference, although the teachers will be kept separate from the teens because that's the teen's special space, and we don't want to infiltrate it with a bunch of other people. But we are going to be doing a workshop for teachers. They can earn licensure points, and they can learn more about narrative writing, which has been a concern with a lot of teachers because they focus so much on the the more uh, technical aspects of writing. Sure, essays, in persuasive essays. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Those are the things that are tested, whereas the narrative writing kind of gets the kibosh on mm-hmm. everything because it's not one of those tested subjects. And so a lot of the teachers want to learn more about that, but there aren't very many workshops or things like that offered to them. So in conjunction with that, When they come to the workshop all day, they'll be taught by the same authors that will teach the kids and they'll get to learn the same way that those authors would teach the teens, um, which hopefully makes it so they can take that back and teach the same thing in their classrooms. Uh, They also get a $10 lunch voucher and T-shirt and all of the special things that the kids also get. So it's a really good deal. Right.
0: For and, them. and you mentioned something that people who are not in the teaching field may not know, but they do in order to maintain their license, they need to maintain their professional development. And so this is a wonderful way to do that. So to register for the teacher portion of the Teen Author Boot Camp that's right online at teen, teenauthorbootcamp.com?
3: It is. There's okay. a teacher link on there and they would just register
0: okay. for that. I'm, I'm really curious about this petition. Um, I, I've been seeing on the Teen Author Bootcamp Facebook and I've seen some activity that you guys have been helping to advocate for a petition. So who wants to, to kind of introduce what that petition's about and what you're looking for? Jennifer looks like she's got the nod.
2: No, I well, we rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> And I lost. <laughs> um, never choose paper. No, just kidding. <laughs> I'll, I'll She's take a writer. That moving forward. <laughs> um, so the petition was kind of it was our little exercise in free speech, and you know we we recognize and acknowledge the amazing work that teachers do in the school system, and so we're very cautious and want to make sure that our our criticism is not directed their way. But like Margie was saying, the nature of education as it is right now is is making it so that that the arts are taking a back seat, especially with the current political climate, you know, we're seeing again that the arts are being attacked. And so we're we're trying to, as part of our nonprofit, that's one of our big uh, you know, foundation Blocks is is protecting creative writing as a form of self expression, and you know we've we've worked with several um, professionals in the industry. One that is cited cited on our petition is uh, Professor Emeritus from BYU who taught education and um, just discussing the benefits of creative writing and and the elements that creative writing offers to literacy that they can't get in technical writing, um, and also the benefits um, that it offers on a psychological level.
0: I'm glad you brought that up, and I'm not going to insert too long, but isn't it interesting that when a child undergoes therapy and is trying to process difficult episodes, Mm -hmm. as that person or that child is being um, carefully uh, talked to by a, a professional, often they have the child engage in art. Because that is a way that opens up their ability to express themselves. Draw a picture and tell me how this yes. makes you
2: feel. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can express, if we can find a way to express ourselves, then we're kind of releasing the demons in in some ways, and we're also discovering ourselves too. Um, we're discovering ourselves in a way that we couldn't do uh, do so otherwise. So, um, so that's that's where the, this petition was was. Um, kind of came from was
0: hey, you know, we want to stand strong yeah. as writers yes. who care about creative expression. We want to stand up for uh, maintaining the creative arts in our education system to make sure that it isn't diminished yes. but that it's understood its important role. And and okay. the goal
2: the end goal for this petition is hopefully to have some ammunition when we go and approach state legislatures. Um and and hopefully we can help, um, advocate for, um, some programs that will incentivize keeping creative writing is incentivize a word.
0: (laughs) I I nodded my head. It is now it was creative.
2: (laughs) Offer incentive for, I think it is by the way, I'm an author, (laughs) (laughs) offer incentive Uh for, for schools. To keep those programs, so, so
0: where's the petition right now? If someone says, you know, this sounds like something I'd like to get behind, where is it at? Would you would you look at the Teen Author Bootcamp Facebook, or where do you think? Yes, it's it. You can link up through
3: TeenAuthorBootcamp dot com, or um. There's also you can go to www.ipetition.com backslash fight to write. That's the name. Fight to to write. That's the hashtag is fight to write. And we're really passionate about it. We really feel like creative writing is what helps helps develop compassion, too, for other people when you can kind of step into the minds and into the lives of other people and the lives that they're living you you just develop a compassion for the fact that all people are coming at life with with their own thoughts and beliefs and and experiences experiences and, and, and yeah yeah and it i i'm getting all tongue-tied <laughs> because i'm so excited about it um i just feel like that's something that kids are lacking a lot today um, in all of their homework and everything that they have to do. There's not the time to set and put down on paper how they themselves are feeling about their lives.
0: So. And I think and I can understand and, and, uh, and validate the emotion behind it because um, we do have to advocate for our children. Um, we are the ones that are closest to them. We see the importance of it, and we know there's a struggle, and it really doesn't have to do always with economic stratum. There is a struggle within each of us to find out who we are, what's my role in this place, how am I going to navigate the obstacles and the opportunities my way, what individual impact can I have in this world? And that's part of the American culture, because we kind of all dream that we need to make some kind of a big splash to, to, to you know, have meaning in our life. And that's an awful lot on a child, you know, growing up in the world is, is, is am I going to to be special enough. In yeah, this absolutely. World. Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely. And I think that I think that, you know, signing a petition, it'll take absolutely a minute tops of your time. But if we don't start to to take some action, you know, if we don't start to to open our eyes and recognize, you know what, there are things that are happening that we we don't like um, if we if we don't just take that little initiative Um, we're gonna wake up you know 10 years from now and see that all of these things that we had taken for granted are gone and and I think we're going to kick ourselves for it yeah. and our children are are going to be the ones that pay for it and so that's we're going to and
0: we're going to look for the hashtag fight to write. fight to write. we're going to look yeah. at teenauthorbootcamp.com for the petition link there you also gave us a specific website again that I cannot remember
3: so it was www.ipetition.com Backslash fight to write.
0: iPetition.com backslash fight to write. I'm, I'm loving that show. And did you, because now I didn't mention, I should have, that, you know, back in the day... These three authors um, gathered together to create a, writings cl- a writers club, an authors club, to support each other in your writing. And there's other members as well. And it was c- called Writers Cubed, right? Right. Okay. So a lot of this passion for the Teen Author Boot Camp came from that. The, the passion for the petition to stand up for creative writing and the creative arts in our schools is coming from that energy. But it's been always wonderful from my vantage point to see how many people become a part of that groundswell when the bell is rung, the invitation is made. Yeah, you know, Utah does have a lot of political um, energy behind it right now, but it is a state that has valued the arts in larger proportion than almost any other state in the country. We really have uh, a passion uh, for the arts, music, uh, writing, all of that. But we do need to stand strong for it. And I think it's just fantastic. Uh, Joe Schaefer Margie Jordan and Jennifer Jenkins with Writer's Cube behind Teen Author Boot Camp. Before I let you go, we have just one more minute. Was there any other item that we needed to bring up about, again, the date of the Teen Author Boot Camp? Tell me when that is again.
1: March
0: 25th. March 25th. And you mentioned that you were at Comic-Con. So if you are a a, a lover of books and a lover of stories, Don't always uh, just look for the Teen Author Boot Camp. Keep your eye on what's happening because there's lots of other events that we may have a chance to partner with. Thank you, Joe and Margie and Jennifer, for joining us on this weekend's, uh uh-oh, this week's version of Utah (laughs) Weekly Forum, hashtag fight to write. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thanks.